0: okay good morning gentlemen welcome back and welcome this is a real welcome back after uh, our uh man and break over here our brief hiatus a little bit more than brief we had a three-week hiatus of uh, rest and relaxation that's right we we're just talking about our vacations we we're talking about how we all need a vacation from the vacation How we're all going to go to fishing we're trying to convince her to go fishing with us up in the poconos In any case, that will have to take care of a different time. Right now, we must go and we begin Elozman together, Rabbi Isai. We kick off a beautiful, amazing Elozman, Elul Tavshin Pei Gimel, as we look down the road towards the Day of Judgment, which approaches, and which approacheth as well. We're going to be doing this Elozman. Usually, Elo, we always do something geared towards Tshuva, towards Rosh Hashanah, towards this time of year, which is a time of getting into the right frame of mind. As the Yamehaddon approach. So, we're going to be doing the Maharal on Shuva. The Maharal has uh, one of his works, which is called Nasivas Oilam. Nasivas Oilam is a compendium of short monographs on different topics. And one of the topics that the Maharal has a piece on over here in Nasivus Oilam is Shuva. Nasivus Oilam means the pathways of the universe. He has different paths, he calls them paths. So, he has the Nasiv HaTshuva, the path of Shuva over here. Which is what we're going to be doing, uh, this El's We're going to be seeing the Maral's thoughts on Shuvah. and we're going to begin with Perik Beis, the Nesiv had with Perak base So Maral says like this: Midas had tshuva. We're we're, we're uh, on page Kuf Nun, the standard edition of the Nesivah Sodlam of the Maral. Perik Bays, the Ma'aral, says like this. Meet us at Shuvah. Let's get the ball rolling today. We'll do a little bit of an intro. What's Chuva? Says the Ma'aral. Where does Shuvah begin? And what's, what's, what's Shuvah founded upon? So, Chuva, we're going to see some insights and ideas and eye-openers o- eye into understanding what chuva is and what Shuvah is not. Chuva is not really, and not simply, and not merely about stop sinning as we conventionally think. chuvas don't do any Averis. Stop doing Averis. Tshuva is not about stopping to do Averis. Rather, Tshuva says the Maral is founded in what? Kasher Hashem The Maral throws two things in over here. Prison has to start with real, sincere charata. He has to really feel remorse, really feel bad, and really grasp the consequences of what he did that wasn't good for him. It wasn't a good idea. It was a bad idea, it was dumb. It was done. And, second of all, He has to return to Hashem with his entire heart. And if we think about it, these are really two halves of one idea. And Maral is making it clear, just in these opening lines over here, that Shuva has to do with, with, a, with an attitude much more than action. Uh, uh, Certainly, actions are required. Certainly, if we want to do a real tshuva, we need actions, and those actions are stop sinning. Stop doing a But first and foremost, we need the correct attitude that's going on behind the scenes behind those actions. Attitude meaning, the attitude of, I made some dumb decisions. I made some bad choices. I made mistakes, and what I did, I, I really, I'm reevaluating now, and it's not just stop because I'm going to get in trouble, that's a superficial, a topical tshuva, the day of judgment approaches, the king is coming, the king is coming, HaMelech BaSada, the king is on his way, the king is coming to check me out, you know, how often, Arthur, in the army, do you have uh, inspection? A lot. That's quite often, right? How long do they uh, check you out to see if you're dressed properly, if the creases are in the right places in your pants, if your waist is at the right height? The room is clean. What? The room is clean. Your hair is the right length. You know how to stand erect. You know how to shout, yes, sir, the right way. Um, So when, when the soldiers in the Army are doing that, do they really believe in it? They don't have to believe in it. They just know that if they don't comply, you know, how often do they get weighed? How often do you have to go on the scale? I remember my father telling me once that he was, he, my father was in the army reserves and he was going through uh, medical school. And that's how he, that's how he, uh, he got the army to pay for medical school. And they had, a, he said that he was, so long as he was in the reserves um, actively reporting uh, that was the best weight loss plan. Because he knew they were going to weigh him. You have to be a certain weight, you know, to stay in the army. Or to not get... They never weighed you? No, are you sure, Arthur? Maybe it depends what corps you're in. Because they don't let you get overweight in the army. You got to stay trim. You got to fit into that uniform, you know? You got to be a foot in the uniform. Okay, anyway. The, The point is like this. You should get into... No, this is good guy. Yeah. No, no, no. So the morale saying over here, a very, doesn't um, these two lines? He's saying, saying the following: He's saying, tshuva is not like being in the army. And let's say one year you're doing your taxes, and you happen to know someone told you the IRS is going to be coming to knock on your door. You're going to be extra careful with those taxes, because you know the IRS is coming. Uh, I remember when I was in yeshiva, once a week they had inspection. Actually, the Rashiv himself, it should be Gazantin Stark, Patrol Mayor Kagan, Akain, Shlita, once a week would do inspection. He would Sometimes it would be the Mashkich, but it was a lot of times the Rashiv himself. You would come into your dorm room, you had to be spick and span, like inspection in the army. So that inspection in the army, that inspection in the yeshiva, that auditing, you know the IRS is going to come knocking. So you have to be at tip top behavior, you have to look here. Very best. You have to be squeaky clean. Squeaky clean. But why are you doing it? You're doing it because you really believe in what they stand for. You believe in. do jail. Exactly. You don't want to go to jail. You don't want to be court martialed. You don't want to be fined. You don't want to be demoted. You want to get demerits. You want to get promotions. You're doing it because you know you're going to get in trouble. You're doing it because, let's say, uh, even differently, even better, even more succinctly, it beats the alternative. Let's say it beats the alternative. <clears throat> so there is a certain type of tshuva where I'm doing tshuva because it beats the alternative because I'm scared, <clears throat> but that's not real tshuva. And that's what the Ma'aral is presenting to us. That's what we call tshuva mi'ira. Tshuva because I'm afraid. Because it, it could be Tshuva either because I'm afraid or tshuva because it's better than the alternative. The alternative, if I don't do tshuva, I'm going to go to Gehenim. If yeah. I don't do tshuva, Hashem is going to get angry at me this that's not a real chuva. you can we can do much better than that that's the lowest kind of chuva. chuva where it beats the alternative is like making my bed because the sergeant is gonna give me 50 push-ups so I make my bed because it beats the alternative that's not, not because I really believe in and why I should make my bed because it's a value that I have it just beats the alternative on my own I wouldn't make my bed that's why it's a very low type of behavior and that's why by tshuva it's the lowest type of chuva. because if I'm only doing tshuva because it beats the alternative what am I saying? Let's, let's, let's present a very deep idea over here, if I saying? If I'm only doing tshuva because it beats the alternative I'm saying that you know Reba Yashul If you would tell me that I can do whatever I want and I'm not going to go to Gehenem what would happen? I'm going to do whatever I want even though Hashem doesn't want me to do it If the only reason I'm doing tshuva is because I'm afraid of the king the other reason I'm doing teshuva is because I'm afraid of consequence I'm afraid of my of, 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 of my uh, 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 maker, my creator as a supreme authority summoning me to justice that's the only reason I'm cleaning up my act in Elul, I'm essentially saying at the same time, you know Hashem if you would look the other way if you would not be, be threatening me if you would not be telling me that I'm going to go to Ghanem, I I, I I really would do whatever I want. That's what Shuvah Meir is saying. The only reason I'm doing Shuvah is because I'm terrified. But otherwise, I wouldn't do Shuvah. What kind of Shuvah is that? Exactly. It's a very hollow Shuvah. It's a very Shavachah Shuvah. And tomorrow I want to make it very clear. If we're going to be doing Shuvah, Shuvah is what? Let's look at it again. Where a person really feels bad, and he really returns Akosh Baruch with his entire heart. What does that mean? It means he realizes and recognizes, with or without consequence. Even if there's no consequence, even if Hashem is not going to call him out, even if Hashem is not going to punish him, with or without consequence. The rebinder shalolim is is, is um, and Hashem's ideas, Hashem's values, are absolute, are absolutes, and I have real regret and real remorse regarding what I did, independent of consequence, independent of punishment, independent of any fear of retribution. I'm doing tshuva. Why? Because I did something that was not a good idea. I did something that was not good for me. I did something that was a bad move. Why was it a bad move? Because it's outside Hashem's values. It's outside what Hashem wants from me. It's the attitude much more than the action. So now we've come full circle. Now we can really grasp and appreciate what the Maral is saying. The attitude much more than the action. What's the attitude? The attitude is... I did something dumb. I messed myself up. I did something that really wasn't good for me. As opposed to what again, the drill sergeant? That it really, I, I, my opinion is has is of no consequence whether I make my bed or not. It's of no consequence whether or not my pants are up here a, a few inches above my hips, a few inches below my hips, at my at my knees, right? There's no of no consequence. It's just that this guy who's going to come to inspect me. Everyone looks down nervously to see. I know. Yes, where their where their pants are right now. Yes, where their pants are slung. This guy's going to come and, and and call me out on it. I'm doing it to make him happy. I'm doing it. No, even better. I'm doing it because it beats the alternative. It beats getting demerits. It beats getting thrown into uh, to um, getting court getting court martial and being thrown thrown into a military cell. I don't really believe in it. I don't see the value in it, in it at all. I'm just doing it because it beats the alternative. That can become our tshuva also. But the chuva has to be much more akin to what? Somebody who let's say he gets called into the doctor. Let's say a guy is living a life where he's not careful at all with what he eats, what goes into his gut and his gullet. And he has a very unhealthy lifestyle. And he eats fried foods all the time, sugary drinks. Right? Sounds good. <laughs> and he's a he's he is a chain smoker. And um about drinking. you what? <laughs> he drinks all the bad habits. He drinks, chain smoker. He eats fried foods. He 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 fries the fried foods. He fries everything. He doesn't brush. He doesn't even. He doesn't floss his teeth. And he goes to his doctor one day, and his doctor says, "You know, you have two weeks left to live." He says, what can I do? You can't do anything. So you have two weeks left to live. Because your arteries are, are clogged beyond repair. Your lungs are a fireplace. Your teeth are all about to fall out of your their sockets. And uh, your liver. Your, your, your liver is about to disintegrate. And the guy has charata. He has real charata. He okay. says, what? I, Remorse and regret, remorse. but what I did to myself, he sees the real consequence He says he sees that, that this lifestyle that he had was really just not in his best interest It was very damaging to himself He's told he has two weeks left to live. There's nothing to do about it anymore What if he's told you have a year left to live unless you Turn the boat around right now. You turn the boat around right now. You can still live for another 30 years If you don't you have one year left to live. What's gonna what is he gonna do? He's gonna do real chuva. Because he sees consequences. He sees that his lifestyle is really damaging himself. He's going to make real changes. This guy's told that he doesn't clean up his act. No, okay, you know, um, start start writing up your will and testament, start deciding who you're going to give your stereo to, who's going to get your cat, who's going to get your sofa. Um, but if you want to clean up your act, you're live another 30, 40 years. This guy's going to have a lot of charato, Remorse and regret with the reality of what he's done to damage himself. And he will clean up his act because he sees. It's not about just making somebody, uh, someone else happy, not about getting punished, not about being in fear of someone which is artificial, which is superficial, mm-hmm. which is topical. It, mm-hmm. it, he really damaged himself. Says the ma'aral, that's what real tshuva is. The, the realization that we have damaged ourselves. The greatest damage comes from being distance, distance from, and distanced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I did lots of avirs. I really damaged myself. Look how far I got from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The real tshuva, again, comes down to the attitude. And that's why the second half of this, our tshuva comes from a return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, with, with all of my kavanah, wholeheartedly. I'm wholeheartedly returning to the Rebbein Sholeilam because I want to live another 40 years, I want to live another 50 years, I want to live another 60 years, I want to live another 70 years, I want to live another 80 years. It's a personal thing, it's an attitude of I've caused damage to myself, as opposed to just being afraid of that guy when he's in the room. So this is how we begin, this will be our introduction to, to the morale and the Siva Tshuva over here, that there's two types of chuva, the one that's implicit in the Maharal and the one that's explicit. The one that's implicit in the ma'aral, the wrong way of doing tshuva is I'm doing tshuva because it beats the alternative. And the alternative is, is you're reprimanding me. You're calling me out and your punishments. That's a shvacha because that means by definition I'm only doing tshuva when you're going to punish me. Because the moment you don't punish me, I'm doing what I want. I'm, 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 I'm laughing in your face. That's not a real tshuva. Even if I stop doing averis, I can stop doing all the averis in the world, but I'm essentially saying I'm only doing this, God, so long as you tell me Rosh is around the corner. If you would put Russia on hold, I'm not gonna do chuva. And what kind of chuva is that? Real chuva is when I realize the Shava Raffaloi that I am sick. I am in a bad place as a result of not having done chuva, and I don't want to be in a bad place. I'm cleaning up, cleaning up my act because I see it's damaging myself. It, it, it's It's bad for me. Okay, we'll stop over here. And we'll continue tomorrow. We'll, we're going to go full steam ahead. Again, we're doing this this man L for L doing myral, the Asylum, the sev hatshuva. We'll continue, Riz Hashem, tomorrow, nine o'clock. Thank you all for joining today.